0: Yo, welcome to the podcast called Inspired by D. Caldwell Properties This is the podcast where you learn how to achieve abundance in wealth I'm your host Damon C. and I'm happy to have you guys in today Let's go I have to affirm that I I am prosperity, that I live prosperity I walk in prosperity real key to wealth outside of getting it into your subconscious mind and imagining things is multiple streams of income man you have to create multiple streams no matter what, matter what, what yo what's good everyone this is damon c and welcome to the podcast called inspired this is the podcast where you learn how to achieve abundance and wealth In today's episode, we are calling it Follow the Script. This is a script. Yes, another phone call podcast on how to talk to brokers when you get them on the phone and when you're trying to make an offer on multifamily property. This phone call was one of the best ones that I've recorded so far. And I mean, I I hit all the key points. I got all the information that I needed from the broker. And again, I want you guys to realize that they didn't ask me for a few things that a lot of people are worried about when they're making offers on properties. One is proof of funds. Two is maybe bank statements or showing that you have some type of money in your account for down payment. And then three, he never asked anything about earnest money. He never asked about those things at all. So I'm going to show you how to follow this script or just listen. That way you can avoid that when brokers are asking for those things or if you have concern about those things. I never had to show proof of funds. Again, I never had to put any earnest money down. I've been doing this for four going on five years of wholesaling and I've never put money down on any of the wholesale deals that I had to um, go forth with. I've always did no money down deals, no down payment, no earnest money. Um, if they ask for earnest money, I always have ways around that. If you want to want to learn that, you can always enroll in my class. Um, you can find it online on TheBasicWholesale.com. Again, that is TheBasicWholesale.com. Check out the website. You will also know that I have recently uploaded pre-applications and terms because now I am a private money broker. So I had to give myself a pat on the back for that. So if you're looking for lending for any of your future deals, regardless if it's uh, one to four units, um, if you're trying to cash out refi or if you're trying to refinance your house, if you're trying to do a burr on a property, I can get you funding if you don't have access to funding or capital for your future deals. But a few, I'm sorry, a few key things that I want to talk about or that I want to point out within um, this recording. So, you know, the guy is is going to talk about, the broker is going to talk about like pro forma numbers. Pro forma is just basically made up numbers, what the property may or can do if you increase rents or if you have additional income, um, just a future number or NOI net operating income down the road when, after you purchase the property. So he's going to talk about pro formas. He's going to talk about, we're going to talk about the area, which, you know, you have areas again, you have class A's, you have class B's, you have class C's. I believe that that property that he was talking about was really in the class D area, but brokers always try to make it sound good. I know I do it myself. Um, they call it a class C area in the class C building. They're going to talk about rubs. Rub uh, is, uh, just basically sure it's an acronym for ratio build. I'm sorry, ratio utility Billing system. And it's basically if the owner is paying all of the utilities, water, gas, electric, um, things like that, they have a system that you could put up that you could place, within your, your terms, within your lease agreement, where you could get paid back from the tenants because you're paying all the utilities. So usually when you see those, um, if anyone's have been living for a length of time and they say, Hey, all bills paid when you're going into an apartment building or a property, you know, that you're about to rent out when it says all bill paid, all, all bills paid. That's because typically they're on one meter or, they're trying to get you in, reel you in, so you could start renting from them, and really they're paying the bill, but they have it calculated within your rent, so you're really paying that bill back. So that's another key point of this um, of this phone call. And then the the major thing was he was he kept telling me that the seller was motivated. You always want to go out to motivated sellers. They property sell on the pro uh, on the MLS listing for so long, or if you find a deal that's off market um they may have headache renters they may don't have they may not have the capital to be able to fix up the property and they just can't get the property moved uh, taxes foreclosures liens things like that so that's how you find a motivated seller this guy kept talking about the seller was motivated so um that's another key prop uh, oh man he was so motivated the, the broker was so motivated and the seller is so motivated that he started telling me about other properties. I didn't even ask about these properties, but he was willing to give me information on other properties that the owner had for sale. So that and then the last key point, he's going to talk about what's called a T12. A T12 is short for trailing 12. So you can see all the financials from the tra- the trailing 12 months. So now we are, in, we're in February. I can see a record of all his expenses for the last 12, uh, 11 to 12 months. So that's what a 12 is. Whenever you're making an offer on properties, you always want to ask for that. You always want to ask for rent rolls, T 12s, any expenses they may have. And you also want to ask for the cap rate. I told you what the cap rate is in the last episode of the phone calls, the broker phone calls. So without further ado, I'm not going to hold you any longer. I know you're probably tar- tired of me talking, but guess what? You get to hear my voice some more. So we're going into this episode. This is Damon C. Thank you for tuning in. Catch y'all later.
1: if you're calling about a pending deal please call otherwise leave me your name and number and a brief message and I will return your call at my first availability at the tone please record your message when you have finished recording you may hang up or press 1 for more options
0: hey Patrick this is Damon Caldwell I'm a local buyer and I seen your listing for a 24 unit on southwest hunting street Um, again i am a local buyer has some interest in the property was calling to get some details in regards to that property please give me a call back 816-301-8195 again that's 816-301-8195 thank you hey ben how are you this is damon caldwell I'm good, I'm good, man. Hey, I'm a local buyer, and I saw your listing on LoopNet, and I had a few questions about it. Sure. Um. For, so for my first question, I uh, just want to make sure the information is up to date. Uh, it showed that, it, you, that that property on 1625 Oakland Ave, is it still occupied at 100%?
1: No, so that is a, that is a pro forma reading that you're looking at. Gotcha. Um. So... The story about this is, it is a it's going to be a value add project. Um, so three of the units are going to need renovations. We've got a bid for those renovations, and it's about forty-five thousand um, dollars. Contractor's ready to do it. The owner has just been kind of holding out to see if um, you know this is something that we could work through with a with a potential new buyer. Okay. Um, otherwise, the two other units are are ready to go. One of them is leased, and then one of them is looking to be leased um and those are both separate entrances so you'd be able to do the work in all three
0: of the units without disturbing any tenants and they all share a common hall okay cool cool um what i did look up i think this is a like a flyer that you guys have on here and i was assuming and this is just an assumption that the what would you uh, state that the class of this property is is it a c class or better yeah this or? is a class c class this c. is a class c
1: Okay. Yeah, cool. working class area, um, h- high rental density within the area. So I mean, this is this is a portion of the of, the, of Des Moines that are you know they're all rentals for the most part.
0: All right, um, are those two units that are um, occupied are either one of those tenants section eight tenants? Um,
1: you know that's a good question. I don't I don't believe they are, um, but again, I can I can confirm.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If we could confirm that outside of that, man, how how would you rate the area all around? I know you said that, you know, this would be a C-class building, but would you think that the area is still like a C or is it worse? Is it better?
1: No, I mean, it's, so it's, it's just North of our downtown. I mean, it, it's your working class community. Um, I mean, it's, it's not pulling in from any of the universities. It, it's, it's, there's a lot of industrial, properties to the east. Um, they're surrounded by some hospitals. I mean, it, it is going to be your, your working class
0: community. Okay. And I, I think for the three vacant units, you are, you pretty much answering my next question already because what I'm looking for is uh, class C properties with value add, um, of course, such as deferred maintenance, improved management, repositioning, new tenant mix, um, outside of those three units, is there anything else that you would say that could be updated to the property or, or what are a few value plays that you would, would, that you would state?
1: Yes. I mean, first and foremost, it'll just be stabilizing the property right? So The information that, that, you know, about the, the, the work that needs to be done in those three units, yes, sir. um, that's something that's something that you can do right away. Um, you know, on site you have parking, which is, which is a good perk. So you're not, you're going to have an opportunity to even maybe pave parking. Uh, maybe you could charge additionally for that. Um, okay. you know, on top, on top of that, you know, again, mo- a lot of people will maybe keep parking as something that's included with the, with the rent. Right. Yes, sir. Um, you could start incorporating rubs, right. Passing on expenses to the tenants. So, so t- taking less, um, Less on your plate and more onto the tenants, and just giving them, you know, uh, you know, basically, basically, responsibility for the utilities.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I've seen that um, a few of the utilities were actually separate, except for water, right? Water and sewer. Y- yes. Yeah, so the landlord's going to pay the water
1: and sewer. So that just be something that you could work to to either meter or pass on to them
0: okay is there any additional income that um outside of like parking you know if you add that in there what about
1: laundry Yeah. So that would be another expense or another um income that you could add so there's there's no there's no laundry on site Um, again if you wanted to charge for parking you could also do from that um or just bake that into your rate
0: okay um and then on here of course like like you said i forgot that you stated that is this is just pretty much pro forma right um for the area, what would you say like the market cap rate is for a property that's like this? Is it still at a ten or would it be less?
1: Um, no it would be less and that's just because this is a value add, so we're trying to price accordingly to that so somebody can't see the upside. Yes, sir. Um you know, it it I'd say you're you're probably a little below that and um, again, so kinda of oh. here's your opportunity to come in and, and take on a a value add and stabilize it and uh and, and you know
0: potentially yeah. um i guess my question to that is uh, those, those three vacant units were they occupied at one point or or is just
1: good question yeah so what happened is and uh, the property was purchased about, about two years ago um uh, kind of a first-time real estate buyer out of out of a, out of state. Yes, sir. Um, hired a local hired a local local property management crew. Um, long story short, that property management crew kind of neglected the property. Did a <laughs> unfortunately did a really poor that, job with that it. That sucks. Um, got a bad tenant in there. Um, basically, he was renting one of the units, and then he broke in to the other two vacant ones and, and wow. essentially wow. tore it up. So it's it's kind of a perfect storm in a way. But yeah. you know, since then the tenant's been removed, the insurance has been handled, um, and you know, it, it, the property's in a place to, to be flipped and to be renovated. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, it's, it, it was an owner that just doesn't really want to go through that again. It's just, that real estate wasn't their their first and foremost forte. So wow. now it's kind of something where they're uh, they're um, you know just looking mm-hmm. to get out of. We we we're selling another property that this owner has together with it okay or, or not, not together but we're also selling another property just because he's looking and this is a solid asset for him it just kind of shows he's looking to get out of the market okay that one's currently already under contract but um, but just kind of to let you know he was just a very motivated seller
0: oh wow okay yeah man um does he keep any did he keep any like financials on it that you you guys can't provide
1: Rent so road? we don't have it. We don't. Yeah, we don't have a T twelve on it just because of the fact that it's been vacant. So there's really nothing that applies. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Um. So we have a two. The two bedroom is currently leased up at seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. Seven fifty a
0: month. Okay.
1: And then all. And then there. That all else is vacant.
0: So hold on. Hold, okay. So. One at two seven fifty, and then all the others are vacant.
1: Correct. Okay. And the one that is leased is a two-bedroom. Two-bedroom, one bath.
0: Um. So it's, uh, let me go back. So it's two one-bedrooms, two two-bedrooms, and then one four-bedroom, if I'm not mistaken? Correct. What can uh, a four-bedroom in that area um, rent for once it's rehabbing, fixed up?
1: yeah we're looking at about a thousand
0: a thousand four to four possibly then um okay the two bedrooms could be 750 or or more is that market for a two bedroom, 750
1: yeah right around there
0: okay and then the one bedrooms what do you think market is for that
1: you know we we're saying right around a 700 700 okay that that could
0: work now as far as um and I am just asking for this informa- information uh, that way I can know how to do calculations what would you say like property taxes, insurance, any other expenses that you know he may spend if you have that information
1: Yeah, I would go I would go off of our pro forma that we've Okay. that we've done so the property taxes are 4100 um payable September 2023 March 2023
0: Okay. Okay, I got you, and forty one oh one.
1: Yeah, so that, that's what I would uh I would it off go off. off of.
0: Okay. Yep. Hey man, if um once I finish doing my calculations and just kinda kinda analyzing it, if I think that is something my partner and I would like to move forward on, how can I send you over a letter uh I'm sorry, a letter of intent? Do you have an email I can send it to?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can send it over. Um, it's also on the bottom of the flyer.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't even think to even <laughs> look yep. at that.
1: Yeah, sure. And typically, um, you know, and did you say you're out of state or in state?
0: I'm out of state. I'm I'm here in uh, Kansas City, Missouri.
1: Okay. Um, you know, I, I know typically the, you know, the owner would, you know, it, it would go well if, if you have seen the property um, or at least understand, you know, what your, your, your steps yep. are for due diligence yes sir. Um, you know you know one thing that, that is common is maybe an estate investor will tie something up just just to, to see it for the first time during due diligence that's not going to be something that we'd probably be looking to do here okay. um, we'd be looking for a, a you know a quick closing with financing already in place and um, and for you to have either you know seen the property or have somebody local see it um, so th- those will just be Okay. on your end, just to prepare for that, this owner's probably not going to jump at an offer <coughs> based on an LOI.
0: Um, it'll have to be, uh, we'll have to be a little probably further along before we can uh, tie something up like that. Okay, that that works. Um, I guess my main question would be, um, oh man, I forgot what I, oh, the last deal that I tried to run through, and, and this was a different part of Iowa, I think it was a uh, Atamwa. Um, I know they had to get like an attorney involved or I can't, I think it was something like that where they had to do the abstract. Is that the same deal with, with the property like this? Now that was 12 units. I know yours is five, so I didn't know if it will be the same thing or.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's kind of Iowa code and law. Um, okay. So we have to update our abstract, our abstract, which is part of the deed and the abstract transfers with the property. Okay, that so, works. so that's just—I mean—that's something that the seller takes care of, anyways. Um, basically, if if you can, if you can kind of get us terms, um, we, we'll we'll draft a purchase agreement. We'll get everything teed up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, again, saying that all the other variables are are uh, good to go, and um, you know, we we can kind of guide you through the, the the process, especially with it being in a different state.
0: Okay. Um, what, Yeah, you know, I know you, you guys said you're trying to do a quick closing. What's your guys time frame? that you're, that you're thinking already?
1: Um, well, well, more so for when I say a quick close, um, you know, we'd like, that would definitely bode well for you if you were to come in and say, Hey, I'd, I'd be able to close on this property very quickly. Um, you know, again, depending on how you're financing, I don't know if you're going to need financing or if you're going to be able to do a cash deal, um mm-hmm. obviously we'll have to set a timeline that's going to be in accordance with uh with the bank and when they can give their appraisal and all that okay um also you know we just you know need to you know es- essentially just need to know what 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 you're needing during due diligence and, gotcha. and obviously you know make sure stuff gets gets taken care of that needs to get taken care of but if if you know, if if you're a, a cash buyer and you could close in, you know, thirty days, that's that's ideal in any world, right? But I mean yes. realistically, you know, probably, <laughs> probably like sixty days. Um, yeah, yeah. Something like that. You know, thirty days due diligence, you know, forty five days to close something like that.
0: Okay. Uh that that could probably work. Um of course we, we use uh, a line of credit and then sometimes we use hard money. So it just depends uh which route we go and then uh, again, it, it once we analyze it, it, it depends on, you know, how the deal, deal looks for us. So, um, yeah, man, just um, I have your email address. So what I'll do, I'll analyze it. And then if it's something, again, that we would like to look at or get into, I, I most definitely will reach back out to you.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds
0: good. Hey, man, uh, Ben, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for taking my call today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You have a good rest of your day.
0: Alright, you do the same. Later.